0: On this episode of the Daniel James Photography Podcast, we get to sit down with Kelly Williams from Kelly Williams Photography, a wedding photography company based out of San Luis Obispo, California. She's absolutely amazing. Uh, Photographers need to get to her website right away. She has a really cool uh, five-step guide to planning a styled shoot, which is definitely worth your time and something we're going to get into today. Uh, Highly recommend you head over there. She's a great Photographer and a super fun person to talk with, and so uh, everybody, welcome Kelly Williams. You hear screaming too. It's gonna be my kid <laughs> running around. Uh, I think they went out for a walk, so you'll probably hear the garage door open or something. But um, no Sorry about that. It's the way it goes right now. Um,
1: <laughs> yeah, like life right now, right? Yeah. It's, Working from home life.
0: Yeah, definitely. So I've actually never been able to work with you. Um, but I, I've been following you on Instagram for a while, so you're based out of San Luis Obispo, right?
1: Yes, I actually moved here about two years ago from Monterey. Oh, Monterey. cool! Um, and so, yeah, October would be two years that I've lived here, and I love this area so much.
0: Oh wow! Are you from Monterey?
1: No, I'm from the East Coast. I'm from Baltimore, Maryland, and I moved. I think I moved to Monterey in 2015.
0: Oh, okay, cool. What brought you to Monterey?
1: My husband's job, he was, well, he was in grad school at the time and we were living in, we were living in New Jersey. I had like my first job out of college, Uh um, in New York. And I saw this internship that was like just what he was studying, um, but it was in Monterey, California. And so I was like, hey, this would be really cool if you, like, got this internship and we could, like, live in California for a summer. We had never been to Monterey. I think, like, he had been, I think, to San Diego and I had been to, like, L.A., but we had never been, like, north of there. Yeah. Uh, so I was like, this could be really fun. He applied. He got, he got the internship. And then about, like, two weeks or so before we were supposed to, like, drive across the country to go, we just said, like, let's leave. New Jersey we didn't really like it that much and like let's move to California and we had no plan of like when like how long we would live there or or anything which is very much like me and my husband but we were just like let's hop in the car let's go let's move and just we'll figure it out as we go
0: dude that's awesome that's (laughs) super crazy so do you like California you've been here for a while
1: I know I've been here for a while I love California the only thing I don't love is being so far from family. Yeah. Obviously. All yeah. my family and my husband's family is all on the East Coast. And so like that is hard, especially right now. Like we we're supposed to go visit them for like a whole month, like the whole mm-hmm. month of July. We both me and my husband took off. Like I didn't book any weddings. Like we we're going to go to Maryland for the whole month. Um, but Obviously with COVID and we just could not go. So we're very homesick right now, but definitely be okay.
0: <laughs> yeah, for sure. I feel that too. So um I'm kinda asking you these questions, but maybe you want to tell us how you got into photography. Um you, you said you went to college. Did you study that in college or is this like
1: No, I had a completely different like path I guess. Like in co- like undergrad, I went to school for environmental science, and then I got my master's in urban planning. Um, and I was making maps. Like my first job out of college, I was working for like a transportation planning company in New York, and I was making like GIS maps. So if you ever see maps of like like population maps or transit maps, like I was making mm-hmm. those, like bus routes, like I was making things wow. like that. Um, super boring. <laughs> oh,
0: really? That sounds crazy.
1: I mean, it was. It was fine. Like, I was good at it. That's why I got my first job. So it was, like, fine. Um, and honestly, like, the, I really loved the company that I was working with when we were, when I was in New York. Um, it was, like, a true, like, hipster company. You'd see on TV, like, there was, like, a nap room. They had, they would, um, they had a full kitchen that they stocked for breakfast food so you could have breakfast at work. Uh, we had, like, company lunches all the time. Like, it was very chill, relaxed environment. Um, and, like, no one got there until, like, 11 o'clock I, I would get there at like 8 a.m. Cause I was like, you know, normal work person. Yeah. <laughs> like no one would get to the office. So it was like, I really love that job. But then when we moved to California, I was working. I essentially started working for myself and became like a contractor. Um, like working like small companies would contract me to do their like map making, because I guess it's like a specialty to like make maps. Um, wow. So I was doing that and I got a job working like with the California High Speed Rail Authority. And I was making like uh, transit maps and environmental justice maps, like just kind of things like that. Um, And all the while, like through this whole time, like I've always been doing photography, but it's just on the side. So like my grandfather was a wedding photographer. And so I've always been and he was like when they had film and like he would give people like 30 photos as their wedding album. Um, That's awesome. which is wow. crazy like I'm like oh if I could only give people 30 photos
0: I'll be <laughs> <laughs> I know right <laughs>
1: um but yeah so I've always like had a love of photography I've always been around cameras and photography and art in general um but when I moved to California I started doing it more I think because I was really isolated you know I was in Monterey just a teeny tiny town especially coming from like New York New Jersey area <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. like Monterey is yes. me definitely um
1: And yeah, I was just like, I needed to do something that was actually fun and creative. So I just like was doing photography just more and more. And then I really was not liking the job I was in. I quit it very suddenly, <laughs> like not two weeks notice, like not <laughs> appropriately. Um, and I was just like, well, I need to make money somehow. And I asked my husband, I was like, do you think I could charge people to take their picture? He's like, yeah, you could. Like, just try it. Just try it. So I think I got my first uh, $100 by uh, this woman. She was coming to Monterey. She's from the Bay Area, but coming to Monterey supposed to the aquarium with her kids. And she needed someone to just follow her around the aquarium with her kids and like take pictures. So I got like a free aquarium ticket and a hundred bucks, and I was like living the life. Totally, this is amazing.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's awesome.
1: (laughs) And so after that, I just said, "Wow, I think I can like charge more people. Like I can charge Mm -hmm. people. Like that was like the tipping point of like, oh, I don't have to do this for free. I can actually charge people. And that's like what started my like." wedding photography business it went from portraits to very quickly to weddings like within a year
0: yeah so when did you start actually shooting your wedding do you remember like your first wedding experience like how did you actually get your first gig I guess for weddings is oh
1: my gosh my I remember like their first wedding because it was like probably not that great like, <laughs> not, not that the wedding wasn't great right. but just like the whole experience was like terrifying a lot. yeah um yeah so my first wedding it was uh I would probably say a year after that very first uh, $100, uh, a couple reached out to me. I was not advertising that I did weddings because I did not do weddings. Um, and I was actually, headed had like a mentorship, like a local photographer uh, and... It wasn't really a mentorship, but I don't know. I was assisting this local photographer who's like a very old school photographer. Like he has all these stands, he's like lighting cards, he's like dumb. all this other kind of stuff. And he was saying like, "Don't ever do weddings. Weddings are horrible." And I was just like, "Okay." Um, and this couple reached out to me on my website, and they said, "Hey, we don't see that you do weddings, but we really like your work, and like we just wanted to know like, will you shoot our wedding?" And so I was like, "Oh my gosh, these people want me to shoot their wedding." and I was interested in wedding photography. I just like, you know, I just started. So I wasn't, you know, I started like professionally, you know, so I wasn't super like gung ho about it. Mm. I was kind of nervous. I told them like, I've never shot a wedding. Like I was super upfront. Like, do you want me to shoot your wedding? Like I've never shot a wedding before. I've only ever been a guest at a wedding. I've had my own wedding, but that's about it. Um, but they were like, yeah, sure. And I even said like, I'll do it for free. And they were like, no, 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 we'll pay you. But they paid me like $400 um, for a 12 hour day. And they wanted their photos in like two weeks, I think, maybe even a week. So that was my first wedding. But it truly was at like a dope venue. Like it hmm. was at Chateau Carmel. Have you ever been there? I've
0: never been there.
1: Whew, it's so nice. Really? <laughs> it's like, it's truly looks like an Italian villa. Wow. Um, and my couple, they they like rented it for the whole week. And I think that place was like Whoa. two grand a day. Yeah. Um, so it wasn't like they had a low budget, it's just photos were just not important to them. Interesting. You know what I mean? Like not yeah. important have to like hire a like true, true wedding professional. Right. Um, they just wanted someone super laid back and like chill and that yeah. was totally me at the time and um yeah, it was honestly a great experience because after that wedding, her maid of honor hired me for her wedding like a couple months later. Right on. So it really was great, a great experience. It was just like, I was so scared. I could not sleep the night before. I had to rent half the gear. So the $400 they paid me, I spent like half of that just in renting gear mm-hmm. So I had like one little camera. Um, totally. It was like a full frame camera at the time. Mm-hmm. And so I like rented everything. I've watched YouTube like, all day just about like preparing for my first wedding but yeah yeah, wedding, right?
0: yeah. But, it was a great couple like it was awesome that's cool that's awesome so um in following you on instagram and just like being on your website and stuff and just knowing a little bit about you you've uh you're you've put out like a styled shoot guide because yeah so when, when i when i was thinking of this episode i'm like okay who can i talk to you about this and i remember seeing you posting something uh, a while ago, and I'm sure you do this often about like, it it seems like you, you actually get a lot of styled shoots in, um, I could be wrong. Um, but it seems like those, the pictures that you put on your Instagram are like, they're perfection. They're awesome. They're so good. (laughs) And, and, and so I'm like, okay, are the, for people looking at your Instagram, are those styled shoots or maybe you can elaborate on that? Like how much styled shoot? Well, actually let's back up even farther. Okay. I'm going to go way back.
1: Like, that's way back.
0: Way so back. for the person who is like getting brand new into photography, doesn't know anything about this and they're hearing this word styled shoot, uh, what the heck is a styled shoot? Can you explain to them what that is?
1: Yeah. So a styled shoot is basically just content creation. That's like the, it, and it's like most basic forms, just creating content. Um, and I firmly believe they can be as big or as small as you want them to be. Um, it could be just as simple as, let's say you have a friend, a couple friend, and they're engaged, right? You can just ask them to model for you and you can kind of like tell them what to wear. Maybe you bring a bouquet and like, that's a styled shoot, mm. right? Because you're just, you're creating content that, you know, they're not a client, right? They're not paying you to do this, but you're reaching out to them. You want to put this together. You have a vision in mind that you want to accomplish and like that you from those images you can use them to market your photography services you can use it as a couple session as an engagement session so that couples who inquire with you or people find your work kind of know what you do right that's like a general like teeny tiny shoot and then they can go as big as being like a full they look like a real wedding style shoot um or it can just be stuff for your website. Like there's, I think there's lots of different ways to like label a styled shoot, but I just say it's content creation.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so you're saying you don't actually have to go to styled. What is it? Styled shoots across America. Is that, is that what yeah. it is? Okay.
1: I've actually went to one of those. Yeah.
0: It, mm. Oh really? <laughs> oh, can you, I mean, I, I've, I've been to one too. I went to the one in Paso at Hagira ranch, like two oh, years ago okay. or whatever.
1: How was it? How was it?
0: I mean, it was my first style shoot that I ever went to. And okay. I, I mean, I'm in a position where I have a full-time job as a teacher. So it was like, I don't have time to like put together these shoots. So for people to just like organize it all for you and just say, here, pay us this money. And, and you can just come and take pictures. It was pretty cool. As far as like that experience, it made it very easy, but the thing, and you know, and then you get like published in a bunch of a little, little blogs and stuff. But I think like, yeah. I mean, there, there was, there was downsides to it. There was tons of people there. Um, everyone's getting the same stuff. Uh, you know, after a while, the models are just exhausted. And, yeah. and it's like when, when they're like, I don't know if this was your experience, but when they did it for us, I don't know who put it together. She was awesome. I forget her name. Um, but she was like, okay, you guys get in your groups and then, uh, who wants to take the models? I was like me. Cause I was like, these people are going to be tired and they were wiped yeah. by the end of the day. Um, yeah. So anyways, uh, that was kind of my experience. But you went to one. Was it in California?
1: Yeah, I went to one. It was at Yosemite.
0: Oh, snap. Um, That's awesome.
1: So what I feel like I've experienced is that, and I have a friend who actually is a florist and she's like worked out as a florist in one of those and i really think it depends on who's planning the shoot like mm-hmm. who puts it together and then how many people comes so the one i went to i guess because it was like yosemite it was packed so it had full i think it was like 20 people mm-hmm. like 20 photographers were there um and there was so much that like I'm not going to say it did not go well, but it's just like, I think the person they had organizing it was like very, like she was new, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. she used the organization. So she did not plan it really well. Mm-hmm. There was um, The styling wasn't my favorite. And I think like I'm a person who, and I'm sure we'll talk about it, like does a lot of style shoots. So I'm like really particular on the details that are used, the design. And I was just like super disappointed. There was no mm-hmm. like, the cu- there was only one couple which I have a problem with if you're having 20 photographers. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and the couple didn't even have like wedding clothes on. Like the guy was just in like a dress shirt and pants and the bride was in like a prom like looking like, wow. It wasn't like, a white wedding dress. I was so disappointed. Yeah. And I was like, this was expensive. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like
0: and, and in a far drive too.
1: too. Yeah. I drove to the company <laughs> and like, this is, I was a bit upset about it. So, sure. Like, you like never want to do yeah, it Yeah, Totally. Yeah, and I'm honestly this is kind of like a secret, but we can just between us. Okay, yeah. But <laughs> I I want to have a, like a shootout this year, right maybe on. in August. And I'm like, my shootout is gonna be so amazing, dude. <laughs> yes. And I'm like, and people don't have to go always to Yosemite to do it. But
0: yeah. Right on. Hey, sign me up. I want to be the first one on that. <laughs> I'm serious.
1: No, it'll be- It'll be so much fun. Like, I'm already planning it, and I, mean, I love planning shoots. It's my favorite thing. So, That's
0: awesome. I think it to be really good. That's <laughs> rad. So, I won't ask too many details because it's a secret. But, um, yeah, secret. <laughs> so, so did you, when you got into photography, started doing weddings, did you notice like a change when you started showing your styled stuff in your business? Yeah, so, you did? Yeah.
1: So, the first, um, styled shoot I did it's kind of like a long sword, but I'll I'll like shorten it a little bit sure whatever (laughs) Um, so what made me do styled shoots is I was following um, I'm trying to remember it's like a YouTuber I don't know if I can't remember her name but it was Mm. like I was following a YouTuber and she was talking about like creating content so that you can like draw in the client that you want. Right. So you're like ideal client. That's what Mm -hmm. everyone was talking about. Ideal client, ideal client and how you need to show the content so that you can draw in that client. And at the time I think I only had maybe like two or three weddings under my belt and they were all kind of over the place. They were a lot of like lower budget. I mean, at this time I was probably charging like I definitely was charging under a thousand dollars for like full day wedding photography. Um, so like my weddings weren't like, they just weren't my style at all. And at the time I was very like boho, like that was my jam, even though if you look at my work now, it's like not boho at all. <laughs> but I think cause I've grown up, I feel like, not that boho's not grown up, but I just think I've just developed and changed my style mm-hmm. uh, since when I was like, you know, I don't even know, 24, you know what mm-hmm. I mean, obviously. So I really wanted something that was like boho, but looked expensive and looked cool and mm-hmm. fun. Like I wanted fun, laid back, cool couples. So I was like, I have to put something together to do this. And I was in Monterey, you know, brand new to the area. I did not know anyone. And I reached out to a florist on Instagram. Her name's Anastasia Blooms. She's still one of my really good friends. Um, right on. And she's actually in Germany right now, but she... I reached out to her. We met for coffee and I kind of like just chatting, getting to know her. She actually just moved to Monterey too from Hawaii. And I was like, you know, I really want to do a style shoot. Is that something you'd want to do? And she's like, yes, let's do it. (laughs) And so I was like, okay, great. So I was like, I have to figure this out. So I made like a Pinterest board of like what I wanted. I didn't, I tried to reach out to vendors, but I had like no real portfolio, you know what I mean? I only had maybe three weddings under my belt, they weren't great weddings. I also did not show details, they didn't have a lot of details. And like, vendors really care about details because, like, that's kind of what they use to show other couples their work. Um, so I had like no vendors, you know, it, I just had this florist, I found a hair and makeup person who was also new to the area um I think I had a jewelry person who like wanted to showcase her jewelry and that's it those are all the vendors oh I had a venue the venue thank god like worked out which is usually the hardest thing to find is a venue um Mm. but yeah everything else was all me like to find a dress I remember I emailed over 30 bridal boutiques from I was in Monterey so from like San Francisco to like LA I was like Emailing, calling, no one would give me a dress because they're like, "Who are you? Why would I give you this like five thousand dollars wedding dress?" Um, Rental companies, I couldn't afford a rental company to like pay them to like bring stuff to Big Sur because it's like really expensive. That's where the venue was, Um, so like everything I had to get myself. I go to, I went to Goodwills. I I just remember spending like a whole week. Just driving to like Santa Cruz and like Monterey, just like looking for all the materials I needed from Goodwills. And we had the shoot. It was not what I expected, but still good. And it got published. My very first style shoot got published in Wedding Chicks, which is a really big uh, like bridal blog. I think they have like 900,000 Instagram followers. They like shared my photo. I was like, oh, my gosh, this is crazy. Um, That's right And that brought me at least, like, two or three, not, like, direct, like, they didn't find me on Wedding Chicks, but I had all this content of, like, Big stir that couples really liked, and that had me, like, I booked so much, and I still could continue to book so much of Big stir work, because my, like, that whole first shoot, and I just, that I kept getting work in Big stir because of that, and kept getting engagement sessions in Big Sur because of that, and even to this day, I, most of my engagement sessions take place in Big stir
0: because I have all this content. So, yeah, that's awesome. So, so you brought up a few things.
1: No, no,
0: no, this is great. I think there's like a few things that popped up in my mind and I just wrote down this question because I want to make sure and answer it, but I also want to get back to the style shoot, but this kind of is outside of, of their topic here a little bit, but so you started, with like this boho theme, but then sort of transitioned your style into more, maybe luxury might be the the name for, for the, the genre. Um, was that a hard decision? Was it organic and easy or was it like a conscious thing where you're like, you know what, I'm going to do less boho, more luxury. And then did you start seeing more luxury type weddings coming your way because of that?
1: Yes. So, uh it was an easy, like, I'm not gonna say it was an easy transition, but I think it was, I had to do a lot of work on, like, what I wanted my business to look like, right, what weddings did I want to shoot, and, like, how many I wanted to shoot, the pricing I wanted to be at, um, I had to take all these things into account, and while I, like, have a love for boho, the style a photography that I feel like was really popular at the time, which is more on the darker side. um, Like that's not my photography style. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like I started when I would edit, I started editing as like a dark and moody photographer just because I thought that was popular and it was popular. I totally booked clients because of it. Um, But I would always have to like force myself to edit that way. Like my natural editing is like very true to life color like I like pop punchy color I still like really bright colorful images and so that just like was not I had to like force I was forcing myself to be like that way you know what I mean even though that's mm-hmm. not how I wanted to edit that's not how I naturally like that style didn't naturally appear appeal to me mm-hmm. um so once I like sat down I was like okay Kelly like what do you really love like what are the things you love what do you want to keep shooting um, and so that kind of just transitioned into what my business is today. I, I still get like colorful boho clients, but they're definitely a bit more high end, I guess you'd say a bit more luxury. And that's truly because of just what I show, but I show like what my style is, right? Like I love florals, like heavy florals is like really big to me. I tell my friends all the time, like if I wasn't a wedding tarver, like I'd be a florist. I love flowers. I love big ornate displays. And so that typically honestly aligns with more luxury clients. Um, And not even intentionally, like that's just what I personally love. So when I started designing shoots that like really, that I loved, they are more luxurious looking because I I love flowers. So I'm like, I want really ornate flowers. I love like gorgeous wedding dresses. I love lace and beading and... These just things are just more expensive. So I think that's how in my style kind of transitioned to a luxury market. I just started showing things that I really loved in weddings that I really wanted to shoot and I created all this content around it. And that's just how I get weddings now that look like that. They're like, what well, I love things I love.
0: <laughs> now that's super interesting. Like thinking about style as a photographer, lots of people might go straight to the, the colors that you like to, you know, expect, like, push up or, or the people that you like are geared towards, but actually like, I like taking pictures of this topic a lot and people who are drawn to that are, are going to be drawn to you. That's, that's a new way of thinking about style. I think in photography that I've never thought about before. So that's actually very helpful and cool. Oh, nice. Um, so, so reverting back to the styled shoe, um, okay. are there any tips that you would have? We already talked about so much about styled shoots in general and tips in there, but are there any tips that you would give to a photographer who wants to plan their style shoot?
1: Yeah. So I would give like two, like two like big things before I even go into It's like, number one, I feel like style shoots are great. in like wherever you are in your photography, like if you're a brand new beginner and if you've been shooting for a while, I think there's like a great way that style shoots can really serve your business. Um, and so I think you just need to like find out where you are. Cause the, the advice I would give for a brand new person to photography for style shoots and the advice I would give to someone who's a bit more seasoned is like a little different. Um, I would say like, if you're a brand new beginner, like you've never done a style shoot. And let's say you're also a beginner, like in your photography business, so like you don't have a lot of content. I would say, keep it super small, like reach out to a couple, maybe a couple that's already married. You know what I mean? So that you can already have a couple that's in love ask them like what kind of outfits they have clothes they wear and see if you can incorporate that into a shoot and just start small. And then as you get more content, you'll get more actual paying clients. And then you can have a nice portfolio. So that way, when you do want to, I'm not going to say rebrand, but when you do kind of just grow, right, your business grows and changes when you want to do a more ornate style shoot, it's so much easier to reach out to vendors. Um, and then I would say if you are kind of middle of the road, like you've had your business for a couple of years, you've had a couple of weddings under your belt, you've worked with some people, um, but you've never done a shoot, I would say connect with a planner. Uh, because as a planner can help you organize everything. They can really help you guys to work together to kind of make your vision happen. But typically I find that a lot of season planners, because shoots take a lot of time, a lot of time, a lot of money, a lot of effort. Um, I think it's easier to connect with a planner once you have like some work, work under your belt, like a portfolio.
0: Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. I mean, cause they do take a lot of money and if you're doing it on your own, it's like even to just get flowers. Right. I mean, that's like, like for photographers. Yeah. We can, we can give our time away, but a florist, uh, that's like straight up flowers they have to purchase, you know? So <laughs> Um, yeah. yeah, that's interesting. Um, I think one of the hiccups I fall into when planning a style shoot, so I've planned one of my own and, and, and that's it. And it's because usually I have this desire to do a style shoot and then I'll just reach out to like all these different vendors that I want to work with. And usually one person will get back to me and then, you know, it then eventually just falls through because, you know, I get busy or, or whatever things change. So when, when starting with your, with your style shoot, is there a type of vendor that you would reach out to first? Is it better to get like a venue? And then if you have a venue, then you're going to get the florist. And is there a person that you would go to first?
1: Yes. So if you're doing it yourself, so let's say you're not working with a planner, right? Mm -hmm. You're doing it yourself. Doing it yourself. I think the first thing you need to do is make a mood board, either a Pinterest board or a mood board to figure out you need to be super specific on like, what is the vision, right? What is, who is this for? Like, is this a boho couple? Is this like a modern couple? Are they super edgy? Is it going to be super unique details? Is it going to be looking really luxurious? Is it minimalist? Like there's literally so many things it could be. So just like have a vision, right? And then try to find a venue that matches that venue, that vision. So I would definitely find a venue first because a venue is going to determine your date. You could have a, you could get a florist and hair and makeup, but it your venue's busy that day, then it's all for nothing. Right. So I think have a, if you're working with a planner get a planner first, cause they can help you find a venue. But if you're working by yourself, then go with a venue first. Cause mm. that will determine your date. That way. Then when you reach out to all your other vendors, you can like, this is the date.
0: Yeah. Super helpful. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's good to have like a, like a roadmap at least. Right. For people who are just like, I don't want to think about it. I just want to do it and get it done and then go with the venue. That's uh, that's huge. Um, so let's talk money really quick pricing. So like, let's say someone's planning it on their own yeah. and maybe they'll have a a planner in there. Um, how much did you spend, if you don't mind me asking on that first styled shoot that got you published?
1: Yeah. My very first shoot, I spent probably $400. Um, yeah. And that was, you know, cause I had to pay for everything myself, like everything I've the dress, like all the accessories, the plates. I still have these plates from that style shoot today Mm -hmm. (laughs) because I'm like, Mm -hmm. I spent money on these. (laughs) um, So yeah, that was about $400. But I mean, I've done shoots now. I think shoots are cheaper for me now than when I was starting (laughs) because I feel like people are, they trust the product they're going to get from me now. They trust that it's probably going to get published. So I don't really, I don't really pay for a certain thing, like small shoots. I don't really pay for now. So I can do a little shoot like with a, a model, a wedding dress, hair, makeup at a gorgeous venue and like not pay anything. Mm-hmm. I mean, I shoot film, so I have to pay for film development, but that's about it. Um, but I do find that I'm spending way more on bigger shoots that I have. So if I do a full on like wedding style shoot, where I at a table, a ceremony, like all these other designs. I mean, I did one in December. I spent easily twelve hundred dollars, maybe more. hmm.
0: Yeah. And I mean, for the person driving, listening to this, right, they're heading to their normal job and they're like, Oh, I can't wait to break out of this $1,200. What in the world? I can't, is it, (laughs) is it worth it? Would you say it's worth it? Or is this just like a passion of yours?
1: No, I mean, it's totally worth it. Cause I think, well, like I said, like when you're just starting out, you don't need to do a $1,200. I would do not encourage you to do a $1,200 shoot. Like that's a lot of money. Um, Like I think, but a couple hundred is kind of understandable, you know, maybe one or 200, but like I said, if you're starting small, you're just getting a friend who's a couple, you can go get a bouquet for like 50 bucks and that's a shoot, right? That doesn't cost a lot of money. Um, but to get to the, how I spend $1,200 now is because my shoots are a lot more elaborate because I want to keep reaching higher markets. So as much money as I put into a shoot, I like get that back. You know what I mean? So I want a, sh- a $1,200 shoe. I want that to look like a $200,000 wedding. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I, that's why I put so much money into it. And really a lot of that money honestly goes to florals <laughs> because I like expensive looking flowers and they are expensive. And, um, in like rentals that I get, they're just like, everything's just more, more expensive.
0: <laughs> yeah, definitely. So,
1: yeah. So that's what, that's kind of how I uh, it scales, right? So the more expensive you want your shoot to look, the more expensive it's going to cost. But that content reaches higher end brides.
0: Right on. Yeah. So here's a question I didn't send you. And we can take this out of the interview if you don't want to answer it. I'm ready. So, so thinking for the future for you, what's the end for you? Are you like i mean and this changes right goals for photographers they realize like doors open up and they're like oh wow i can reach this now do you have your eyes set on like what 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 to you is the pinnacle like you're trying to reach as a photographer
1: just like in my business
0: that could yeah and that can mean so many things (laughs) and i'll just let you kind of run with what you think yeah yeah so yeah as far as you know your photography company are is there like a dream venue or position that you want to have in the photography world? Or is this just like, you're happy where you're at and.
1: no, Oh my gosh. I no, I have so many goals. I'm a, such like a goal person. Like there's no limits. You know what I mean? Like I can always go up and up and up. Um, so I think in the, and I just want to like preface one thing too. Cause I do, I do do a lot of style shoots. I mean, last year, I think I did like 11 style shoots. I also shoot about 25 weddings a year. So I still like, cause t- typically like people do styled shoots to like get to a certain point and then they like, don't really do them anymore. Mm-hmm. Maybe they do like one a year. Mm-hmm. But I think with me and what continues to grow my business is that like I continue to like nurture relationships that I get from styled shoots and I like, keep doing them. Mm-hmm. Um, And so I keep having content that I love and I keep like putting out that content. And I think when I say like fresh and inspired, that's what keeps clients like coming to me. Um, so yeah, I definitely want to, uh, I'll always do style shoots. Like I will always do them because I genuinely love them. Mm -hmm. Um, but as I see my business growing, so there's a lot, so I want to decrease the number of weddings I shoot. I shoot a lot and I, I'm very like involved with my clients. So it's just, is a lot, it's just exhausting. Mm -hmm. And I think I realized that last year when I, you know, I had like a lot of style shoots I was doing, I did a lot of side photography. Like I do product photography as well. I don't really share that on my Instagrams because I work like privately with companies. Um, so do like product photography. I had a full wedding season of like 25 weddings. I also like second shoot. If I'm not booked for a wedding, a weekend, I second shoot that weekend, so it was just like no stopping me, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, I, I want to like scale that back a little bit and probably end up shooting like 12 weddings a year, you know what I mean? Like, that would be a nice little sweet spot 12 to 15. So, in order to scale down from 25 weddings a year to 15 weddings a year, but still making the same amount of money, I need to keep raising my prices. Um, so I definitely see that happening a dream of mine is to shoot like a destination wedding. Um, I have like this dream of like shooting this like Italian villa wedding. I do a, a lot of style of shoots. I do are very like Italian inspired design Love
0: for it.
1: that purpose.
0: No, I, that that's one of the things that drew me not to catch you off, but that drew me yeah. to your photography is like, I have like a similar dream. i like that. And it's just like, dude, I just love looking at that kind of stuff. So <laughs> anyways, sorry. I just had yeah, to say that. No,
1: that's, that's definitely like what inspires me. Right. So that's it. And it shows up in my shoots all the time. Like the venues I choose to shoot at are Italian inspired villas. Right. So that's, just that's just, that's what my dream. So I want to keep putting it out there in the universe mm-hmm. until it happens. Yeah. Um, and then honestly, just with education this year, I started doing mentorships with other photographers and it's been so much fun. I love like digging into people's businesses. Mm-hmm. I'm like all about it. Like let's talk pricing, let's talk websites. Like, talk branding like let's talk about it um and honestly just education in terms of like workshops so i actually here's another secret (laughs) i actually uh created an online course that's all about style shoots it's called style shoot school and it's actually done and ready whoa about it yet
0: whoa (laughs) this is breaking news right here (laughs) breaking yes but
1: um But yeah, so I'm actually going to be talking about it for July. So it's like not a super secret, but Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So I'm hoping that launches in August. Right on. The actual course starts. And it's like a lead course. Like I'll be working through it with my students. Um, Mm -hmm. But yeah, I fully believe like Style Shoots has revolutionized my business. It's grown my business into what it is. It gets me the clients that I love. They love me. Um, And yeah, I just... I'm all about it. So that's awesome. I just want to have my, my course, my education. I want to do like shootouts for other photographers so they can just like come and have amazing like content at shoots. So yeah, that's kind of where I see my business. You're, you're
0: getting me excited. That's, that's really, (laughs) that's really cool and inspiring. Honestly, that's really fun.
1: Thank you. I really appreciate that. I truly love them. I feel like they get a bad rap other photographers sometimes they're like what's the point or like you know it's deceptive i've heard that too Hmm. which is weird because like i don't and i talk about this like in my course it's like a style shoot is not a real wedding and Hmm. it never you know, should be presented as such. I I think you should always send clients a full wedding gallery all the time. Send them a couple galleries. And obviously a style shoot is like not not the same thing, but I think a style shoot is great for Instagram content. It's great for website content. Um, It just helps attract the types of weddings you want.
0: Yeah. You know, you bring up, you bring up a good question in my mind. So, um, so for the photographer who has like the, the bomb styled shoots that they've already done. Right. And they have them in the, I'm speaking for someone else. No, this is totally me. Um, and then let's say like the past, uh, like they have like full wedding albums, right. Which they're they're the clients that they're not that excited about. I mean, they're, they're great people and the, the weddings were fun, but it's not the style that they're going for. And then let's say, you know, a new client shows up and, and is asking for an album. Uh, there's always this dread in me. That's like, dude, I don't want to show you the old stuff that I've done because it's not my style. It's not what I'm reaching for, but would you, you would say still, Hey, give him that album anyways, and just, and show it to him.
1: Oh, always. I think, well, because a style, if you only wants to show like a client, a style shoot, it just creates this like very unrealistic expectation mm-hmm. <laughs> because style shoots. I mean, you plan every detail, right? I mean, that's why they look so gorgeous, but I mean, you're shooting them in the best light, you right. know, you're shooting them in the best time of day and that's just not a real wedding. Right. right? A real wedding yeah. is they usually, I mean, I try, you can try to educate your clients, right. To, to have them shoot around, have their wedding ceremony mm. closer to sunset. Mm-hmm. and Do first look so you can plan out and like the perfect location that has the most beautiful light for, for these moments. Um, so like I do that with my clients. I try to educate them as much as I can with guides and a whole bunch of other conversations and information. Yeah. Um, but yeah, style shoots just like not realistic. So yeah, 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 I always encourage photographers like send in galleries. Yeah. Like be proud of your gallery. Yeah, for like, sure. <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. And
1: then until you got, you can keep designing style shoots until you get that client that, really because that happened to me too right so it's like i did style shoots until i had this i had a wedding that I was like oh my gosh like this is my way like these mm-hmm. are my people and it was like the whole experience like from our first conversation to their engagement session to like leading up to their wedding i was like this is my couple i am gonna love their wedding <laughs> you know what i mean yeah. and they're like i went into their wedding saying i'm gonna get this wedding published like not just for me but like for my couple because i freaking love them like this wedding's gorgeous Mm -hmm. i'm gonna get this wedding published it was like my first wedding that i got published like in the knot Mm -hmm. and i was like this is my jam yeah (laughs) and it was really they found me i think i'm trying to remember how they found me it probably was on instagram but they loved they really connected with my work and i at the time especially i wasn't sharing real weddings Mm -hmm. because like you said you're not not in love with them like the style of them love the people always but right. I love the style um and i was showing a lot of like styled shoot stuff like big surf stuff that i was doing and they had like a redwood wedding it was like national park themed which is like totally my jam um so yeah it was just like perfect and like and i sent them a real wedding always mm-hmm. but they were just like oh we feel like you can you can do this that was amazing. I still love their wedding. I'm still
0: this awesome. day. Yeah, I live in San Diego, and I love them so much. That's rad. That's super cool. <laughs> Gosh, you've given us so much good stuff already. So oh, you said good. you said you offer mentorships. Can you talk a little bit about that?
1: Yeah, I do. offer mentorships. So it's like a two month mentorship. So our first meeting, and actually one today too. So I I give you homework before our first meeting, which essentially is like I want you to assess where you are, right? So I, usually I have a form that asks you like, what what topics do you wanna like really cover during your mentorship? And usually the top ones that people pick are like pricing, uh, raising their prices and probably like branding um, and client experience. Those are like the, the top ones people like to talk about a lot. So I ask them, you know, go into your numbers. How much are you making? Um, like how much do you take home from a, a wedding? People I've realized do not know how much money they take home from weddings, which is alarming to me. Know how much money you're bringing home. Right. <laughs> so like how much money you're bringing home from a wedding, um, describe your brand in three words. What do you want clients to say about you? Um, ask, what are you doing to help your clients? Like and, and prepare, prepare for their wedding. Are you giving them guides? Are you having conversations about timelines? Talk about that. Um, so I have them do all this like homework, right before our meeting. and then I want them to have goals for the mentorship. And then so our first meeting, we like tear into all of that. <laughs> yeah. And then I give them homework after that. I'm all about homework, probably because my husband is a teacher, so right I'm, like I'm all about homework. <laughs> um, and then for our second meeting, I see that you like did all your homework, and then I give you practical steps to move forward to like down the road to grow. And then
0: you, they can, my students can always come back and ask me questions. Right on. Yeah. That's super cool. So is there anything else? There's one other question I had that is kind of like, again, off the track of style shoot, but still has to do with style. I'm here. Um, so my question was, do you see, like right now you said you shoot film, which yeah. do you shoot digital and film? Like, yes. Okay.
1: I actually shoot more digital than, but I'm trying to like
0: yeah figure it out right definitely (laughs)
1: um i shoot a film at like engagement sessions Mm -hmm. and at at styled i shoot film uh i'm just still trying to figure out how to like incorporate it into my wedding workflow Mm -hmm. because weddings happen so fast yeah and film is just slower so i'm just myself just personally trying to figure it out i would like to be more hybrid right on more film
0: yeah that's awesome so I've for some reason, like everyone I've had on this podcast, and I think it's because I'm drawn to their work right is yeah. also shoots film and digital right so they're like the hybrid photographer and uh and I think it's partially because i'm you know you mentioned this like dark moody vibe that hit photography maybe six years ago and has like it started i think it's starting to fizzle out um do you see that happening with the film vibe where it's like really, you know, beautiful, airy? I mean, it's hard, right? Cause it's so timeless to me, but do you, do you see that happening too? Or, or, or is that just the nature of photography with styles just changing and you have to ebb and flow?
1: Yeah. I mean, I don't think film photography, I mean, I do think, cause here's the thing I was telling my friend this yesterday, she's a planner and we were talking about photography styles. I think that film is so, versatile right like i've shot film and i've underexposed it and it looks very dark and moody you know what i mean and i've overshot it and it's a bit desaturated and not very pretty but people might say it's light and airy but a little bit too desaturated for (laughs) my um so i think it's still as versatile as like digital i'd even say it's more so Mm -hmm. It's a bit more forgiving i feel like Mm -hmm. um but at the end of the day you know styles will change right? right but i find that this is why I try to shoot as like true to life color as possible, like in my editing, because I want it to be as timeless as possible, but still have my style in it. Right. Right. Like I still, I mean, people say my imagery is like very dreamy and romantic, which is nice. I love those words, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but you know, I still want it to be, I still want it to stand the test of time. I don't want someone to see a photo of like, Oh my gosh, that photo is so, 2019 right right, right. <laughs> like oh like i, I would hate that. Mm-hmm. um and i mean i appreciate that, i appreciate that even for my own wedding photos like i didn't get like a professional i mean i got married at like 22 i was very poor mm-hmm. um and so we got a friend to shoot our wedding mm-hmm. and he didn't do a lot of like heavy editing right they're very clean and you can't really tell when they were from which i appreciate you know he didn't use any crazy filters um so yeah i just i've always put that like in the back of my mind when Mm -hmm. i'm editing my own clients weddings like i don't want and that's kind of why i had a disconnect with the darker and moody style because i was giving people photos that they loved right but it was just like like the grass looks really brown Mm -hmm. i'm like this looks really gray like that red didn't really match the red of the wedding day but i was like but they love this work. And I am just like, this is not what it looked like. You know what I mean? Like that was the disconnect for Mm -hmm. me. So I just always want to shoot as true to life because I think that will, that's what remains timeless, Mm -hmm. which is I think what helps with film.
0: That's awesome. That's super cool. Especially when people are getting into this thinking, you know, where should you start as far as like your focus on, on editing and things like that and, and style. So so we're all gonna sign up for your shootout uh, later this year. But until we see you uh, in a few months, uh, what? Where are some areas we can engage with you online?
1: Yes. I'm on Instagram at Kelly W photos. It's K E L L E Y W photos. And that's the same for my website. It's KellyWPhotos.com. Uh, every Wednesday I have a wedding Wednesday on IGTV and I give tips to couples, but I'm actually in the month of July. I'm going to talk about style shoots a lot right. <laughs> leading up to my course launch. So yeah, there's, you can find me on there. I'm there all the time. Probably too much.
0: no yeah definitely everyone needs to go and and follow you right now so uh thank you so much for for spending some time with us and and talking to us about this uh kind of big subject honestly it's pretty heavy so you made it you made it very easy for us to to understand and and swallow so appreciate it
1: ah thank you so much daniel i really appreciate it
0: cool well i'll catch you later
1: okay
0: all right Bye.